Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk about a stacked NXT from last night, top to bottom. My gosh, that was almost like a takeover last night. Speaking of stacked, we get into the stacked AEW Dynamite for tonight. And who better to talk about it than president and owner of AEW, Tony Khan, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. But how are you today, Tommy? I'm doing wonderful, David. And you know, uh, where we talk about professional wrestling, we talk about how much I'm going to go a little factual knowledge here. I got some facts, not my usual malarkey that I like to just make up or sometimes give away people's Hall of Fame rings. Did you know, David, that in the last seven days, Raw was number one on cable? I know that you don't like uh, that. But it happens. No, but wait, wait a second, wait a second. I gotta put you on pause for just a second, Tommy. Well, you don't like with some you. of the things that parts of the programming. I want Raw to be successful. I want all pro wrestling shows to be successful. But if I had to pick my top ten pro wrestling shows of the week, Raw would line, wind up at number twelve or thirteen. <laughs> okay, AEW, as we know, and we'll save that for the wrath of Khan. He was number one on Wednesday on cable. And SmackDown was number one on the network on Friday. Yep. Think so of that. That, that. Yeah, pro wrestling is back. Uh, the fans are back. And we saw a bit, a bit of a lull during the pandemic. And there was some growing pains, Tommy, when it came to wrestling at the Thunderdome or no fans in attendance. But as things are opening up around the country, the fans are watching pro wrestling once again. So in a lot of, a lot of shows the numbers are as good as they were before the pandemic. And with some shows, AEW in particular, the numbers are even better than they were before the pandemic. Obviously, a lot of it has to do with NXT moving to Tuesday nights, but it's good to see that the wrestling fans are back watching each and every week. Absolutely. And I should also state that Impact is the number one show on Access Television. So I mean, There you uh, go. Across the board. Um, and you look at, you know, the numbers that the shows have been doing on Vice, the shows have been doing on A&E. Yes, wrestling is alive and well. That's why we're also talking about it all the times. And talk about talk an about excellent show was last night's uh, NXT. 
Yeah, before um, before we get into NXT, I, I do want to get into something that uh, has been an ongoing issue over the last week with you and the lovely Beulah. And I am I got to be honest with you, Tommy. I'm very, very disappointed in you. And that's rare because I don't think there's anybody that has more knowledge of pro wrestling than you. But you sent me a text message over the weekend saying, was there a Ronnie Garvin montage video back in the 80s with uh, the walls come down, tumbling down by John Cougar Mellicamp? And I replied, if you remember, Tommy, all in caps, yes. I love that video. I love that song because of that video. And you lost the bet to the lovely Beulah. And I got to be honest, I'm disappointed. If there was anybody I thought would know that, it would be you. But I am excited at the fact that Beulah knew that. So that's amazing. Well, long story short, uh, John Cougar Mellencamp, Camp's walls come a-crumbling down. And she was like, oh, this music video always remind me of Ronnie Garvin. I was like, why? I've seen every video ever. And she was like, he had a music video to this. I was like, no, he didn't. I searched YouTube. I searched my, I was even going to go to my old school VCR tapes. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to ask you. And then when your answer, I was like, what? (laughs) So pissed. And then you have the backstory. Oh, yeah. Because, and here's the thing. I have trouble remembering my anniversary. But I remember a random video from early 1984 and if people remember there was a feud in georgia championship wrestling between jake the snake roberts and ronnie garvin also jake the snake roberts was on this show and said that he hated wrestling ronnie garvin back in the studios of tbs during the days of georgia championship wrestlings because of the cold atmosphere ronnie garvin's nipples would get very very hard but we'll get to that at another time weird So they had a feud, if you remember, and Paul Ellering was Jake the Snake Roberts' manager because Jake the Snake Roberts was a part of the Legion of Doom that also, who was in the Legion of Doom, Tommy, along with Jake the Snake Roberts? Precious Paul Ellering, King Kong Bundy, The Spoiler, and The Road Warriors. Well, King Kong Bundy was only in for a short time. But he he was there. He was there, but not at that particular time. But... There was a feud between those two. And they, Precious Paul Ellering and Jake the Snake Roberts thought it was going to be a tribute music video to him. And it turned out to be one for Ronnie Garvin, which got Paul Ellering and Jake the Snake Roberts angry, even more angry than they've ever been. So that's the song that was played during that montage video. And for all our listeners, uh, we're reviewing the Georgia Championship wrestling match that happened uh, Saturday when Dave and I were 12 and 13. <laughs> we took this time capsule to go back and talk about this great episode of Georgia Championship Wrestling. <laughs> I know people were expecting NXT review, <clears throat> but no, we figured we'd review a random Georgia Championship wrestling episode from January of 1984. I digress. Let's How can a man it. survive when Jake the Snake DDTs him? I mean, I've never seen a move like this DDT before. It's going to set the business back 35 years. <laughs> we'll get into some of what you're talking about as well, about setting things back. Um, but let's get into NXT because consistently NXT is one of the better shows week in and week out in the world of pro wrestling. 
Man, I tell you what, I love that episode, top to bottom, beginning to end, including the main event. And I love the fact that they had Kushida and Escobar in the main event last night. A lot of people thought it might be the women's championship match, but I'm glad that they went uh, with the cruiserweight match, and I thought that was fantastic. Overall, what did you think of the show last night, Tommy? I effing love the entire show. And um, what they did was a risk, but it, it was a risk that paid off. And Dave, if you really want to uh, understand uh, certain things in the sense of, you know why it was so great? Because if you really break it down, it was just a great wrestling match with two guys who could go in the ring. They yeah. have a history. They have a feud. And they they went with professional wrestling, a two out of three falls match. And I feel it was great. I even, they went uh, over on time. Yep. And to give that time to the uh, cruiserweight title and give that to, to those two guys, kudos to NXT for believing in that. And I feel a match like that helps not only elevate the title, but helps elevate the brand. Yeah, I, and and listen, it's there was a time that seems like almost like a lifetime ago where, you know, you weren't seeing women matches in main events. It just wasn't happening. So when it started to happen in the WWE, people took notice. And it's amazing that a lot of people thought that the women were going to main event last night and where you're actually saying, wow, this is a bit of a change when they're not. And it's true. I mean, that's how strong the women's division is in NXT. It's one of the best women's division that there is. But I'm glad that they gave the NXT Cruiserweight Championship that kind of spotlight last night, especially with a two out of fall, two out of three falls match and a match that was about 20 minutes long. And like you said, went over time. That's how you do it, because I love NXT for that reason. You're not looking at the clock and say, all right, this is going to end in two minutes because it's two minutes to 10. They consistently go over that 10 o'clock uh, showtime end, which I like as well, Tommy. The uh, the women's match was on the crossover, which is a, a great spot to do. It. And the woman crushed it as well. Yeah. But even, you know, Kushida, they built it up. They built both those matches so, so great with almost like, you know, the champions interviews, walking to the building, uh, you know, warming up, stuff like that interviews it's those builds are real and if you are the champion if you are going into a big fight no matter what television dave that is your real life day uh the night before if you do sleep you know you're 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 thinking about what are you going to do tomorrow and then the pressure is on to perform and perform at such a high level if you're nxt you do want and you're in that spot trust me you want today's rating to come out and to sh be a really, really good rating because then you know that the company will rely on you to try to get that good rating again. I know, if, and I'm talking about someone whose careers are, I don't want to say up and comers, but you know, they're, they're just scratching the surface. I get that same feeling in my careers, you know, I'm friggin' 50 years old. And when I see the ratings or, of what happens in impact wrestling. And I was on those shows. I was like, all right, cool. My numbers are still consistent. Great. Thank you. Wrestling fans. But you, you take a lot of pride for that. And it's just, you then get into the zone. And I mean, that's a live show and yes, you got to be there long, long days, but 
those things are real and that realism is great to show the fans. And I, and I know it's kind of, they do it a lot, but those are real things of like your common day for a big ass match. And that match delivered. Um, I know you guys had on uh, Escobar on the show, but I've been a big fan of his for when he worked in impact wrestling. And I've always been a big supporter uh, I loved him with a mask, but he's even better without his mask. And both guys delivered. Yeah, and if you missed that interview, go to the SiriusXM app. Uh, the interview is up there as well. You can go to the Busted Open podcast, too, because he talked about you know his history, obviously, Lucha Libre, and how much that is a part of his culture. And then wrestling without the mask and the pressures of that. So it's a very, very interesting interview. And he also talked about Kushida and, you know, the chemistry that they have in the ring together. And that showed last night. They have tremendous chemistry in the ring, Kushida and Escobar. As well as trust. That finished uh, was kind of like a Northern Light suplex while he had his arm hooked. Dude, that is risky for breaking your arm or your shoulder. And again, trust. I would probably, if that was me, one of the few people would be Taz back in the day where I would trust him to hit that move on me because Taz would, you know, break his own friggin' neck, then make sure I broke my shoulder or my arm back in the day. Um, but those are things like that, that, that mesh. Another great thing, kudos to uh, the referee when he went for, and he counted the finish when he had him in like that cradle suplex to yep. gain the, and the referee stopped it and literally said his shoulder is not down and he had to adjust his leg. Old school breaks the momentum and I'd want to kill the referee. But with that close up shot that they have, that the referee has no clue that he's seeing that. Uh, Cause the referee now will probably lose his job if he makes a simple mistake like that. But if you think about if his shoulder wasn't down and he made that count, how many people would be bitching his shoulder wasn't down. His shoulder wasn't down. The referee made the right call. Yes. It hurt the flow of the match for that half a second. No one's going to remember, but crazy Tommy dreamer. But kudos to the referee for making that call. That's when that analness of what the referees are supposed to do actually works. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Sirius XM Fight Nation is your home for the hardest hitting combat sports talk you'll find in the world. Whether it's pro wrestling, MMA, or boxing, join the conversation with us at 877-FIGHT-93 anytime from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern as we react to the hottest storylines, most intriguing matchups, and more. Oh my God! Your home for the best all-day combat sports talk anywhere is Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Tony, how are you this morning? I'm great. It's good to be here with you guys. I always, always enjoy Wednesdays on Busted Open with you guys. Uh, how are you guys? We, we are great. Now, Tony, just so you know, like, Wednesday is one of my favorite days of the week. I get to sit down with Tommy Dreamer, and we have you on at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. But that's not the only thing we do on Wednesdays is talk to you. We also try to guess what T-shirt Tommy Dreamer is wearing. I wasn't able to guess. The nation was not able to guess. So we are going to give you the opportunity to guess. So, Tommy, why don't you throw the hints Tony's way and see if you can guess what T-shirt you're wearing today. This person was a huge star in professional wrestling, uh, had two well-known, very famous personas in the 70s and 80s. And uh, what was my other? Oh, and held every regional uh, title that there could be. Uh, That's the three guesses. I have dropped other clues out there. No, you also said also had a feud with Adrian Street. And that happened. You can name a thousand people. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mark Lewin, the Purple Haze. Ooh, Ooh, God, I wish I had that guess. (laughs) No. And Dave, you're going to be so upset that you never guessed this. And the first person to ever take a picture with a president. Oh, Mr. Wrestling, too. No, I should have said that. I should have said that. That's a good, that was right in the wheelhouse of people I was thinking of. Two personalities. That's, that's great. I'm a huge Mr. Wrestling 2 fan. And I've often talked about my love for Mr. Wrestling 2, particularly in Mid-South, the older version of Mr. Wrestling Mm -hmm. and the Magnum TA story, I think is one of the best teacher protégés stories there's ever been 
So I I've, wanted I, to do that story with Tessa Blanchard, man. It was, oh, I was the only, t- I've only wanted to turn on two people in my entire career. And I wanted to do that exact storyline. We win the tag titles. We go for the, she wins the world title. She gives me a pity world title shot. And then I turn on her. And you're very jealous of her. Yeah. She's very I, jealous how young and successful. That's what that's, that makes a lot of sense. And that's the, like the, the crux of the Mr. Wrestling Two Magnum TA story, which is a really great story. So, Nation, uh, you all are wrong. Sorry. Indeed. And uh, and on Wednesdays, we guest Tommy Dreamer's shirt, and I also have a great night of wrestling ahead, live on TNT. Right. Uh, it's one of the best cards we've ever put together, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, with three title matches plus the world title eliminator, it's probably the most stacked card we've ever had. Wait a minute. Hang on. You, last week... You put your name out there, and it delivered. It's the number one show on Wednesday night, number one show in the world. Everyone else, hock poo. So now you're saying you're going <laughs> to yeah. top that. Do you realize if you keep on putting that out there, what's going to happen? You don't want to Dave LeGrec yourself and kill your own. You know what? You know what, Tommy? You should look at the card. Take a look at it because it's I, actually a better card. It's actually a better card this week. And it's it's bell to bell. I think it'd be very hard to top. So let me run you through it. I don't know if you know. Uh, Listen, the matches. you have me sold at the Young Bucks, Young Bucks versus SCU. It's been one of my favorite tag matches I put on with House of Hardcore. And I literally sat back as a fan and was blown away. And I just said, guys, go out there, do what you want. I didn't know the finish. It was that. And it was just, they bit, I bit on everything they did. It's one. And now with the stipulation, hey, if SCU loses, then they're going to split up off the charts. I love it. I'm sold just for that. So well, it's going to be great. You got the the world tag team champions, the Young Bucks, against the number one contenders, SCU. And like you said, Tommy, one of two things is going to happen: either we'll have new world tag team champions, SCU, or uh, SCU is going to break up forever. So uh, it's and the Young Bucks are on fire. I think that's huge, and that's one of three title matches tonight. The TNT title is on the line: Darby Allen against Miro. Darby is on fire. Uh, he got slowed down when he got thrown down the stairs last week, uh, which is a classic uh, wrestling bump and really a very scary moment. And he's come back now to defend the title this week. He has to defend against Miro, who is one of the fiercest and uh, strongest men in AEW. And I think it's going to be an awesome match. I'm really looking forward to it. And it's Darby's 10th title defense, which is a record. And it's probably the toughest opponent he's had for his 10th title defense. So it's going to be a really awesome title match. And then the third title match is not an AEW title match. It's historical. I'm really excited about it. It's the first time a new Japan title has ever been defended in AEW. The IWGP US title, which is held by an AEW wrestler, John Moxley, uh, you know, he's going to defend it tonight on Dynamite against Yuji Nagata, who's one of New Japan's best wrestlers of my lifetime and somebody who has a great history in America on TNT and Tony Schiavone hasn't called a Yuji Nagata match in 23 wow. years, I think. And uh, he's calling Yuji Nagata match again, and they're both as good as they've ever been. So I think that's awesome. And to have those three title matches and Pac versus Orange Cassidy on this card and Pac versus Orange Cassidy, where the winner is going to challenge Kenny Omega for the AEW title at double or nothing. So you have three title matches plus an eliminator for the world title. And uh, I don't know if we've put it out there yet. I'm going, I was planning to make this announcement soon. Also, uh, Thunder Rosa, your buddy, Dave, oh, is going to be in action tonight. 
So uh, I thought that I thought that would be very appropriate for this show. And I know that name is not probably the your favorite name, Dave, but it's going to be a great card. You know what? I, I, I got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, she is one of the best uh, wrestlers right now in 2021. And how she has been able to go from where she was just a short time ago to be uh, somebody who's spotlighted on your show, Tony, uh, uh, Tony, on AEW Dynamite, I give her all the credit in the world, even though she completely kicked my ass a week and a half ago in Buda, Texas. But, but, but you're right, Tony. You, you look at this card, and Tommy, this is a this is a pay per view quality card. When you look at title defenses, history being made with New Japan and everything else, Tommy, top to bottom, this is must watch tonight for AEW Dynamite. And we were discussing earlier, it's one hell of a wrestling show. And I know that sounds so obscure to have a great wrestling matches on a wrestling show, but that is what sounds like it's going to happen yeah. tonight. And my man's putting his credibility, all his street cred on the line. And I, I do, uh, you know, again, joking, but top to bottom, loaded, loaded show. Yeah, it's good. Like, I really appreciate what you guys are saying. And Dave's right. It's like a pay-per-view quality card when you have, Darby Miro for the TNT title, Young Bucks SCU for the World Tag title, Mox versus Nagata for the IWGP US title, Orange Cassidy versus Pac, World Title Eliminator for the title shot at Double or Nothing. Plus, you could see Thunder Rosa in action. Cody's going to make his announcement about what's coming at Double or Nothing, and the Pinnacle are going to celebrate their blood and guts win. And it's like, you look at all that, that's about as stacked a card as you can possibly put in two hours, and I promise the matches will deliver. It's not going to be you know, rip off stuff. You're going to see great matches, great finishes and great uh, story. So I, I'm really excited for tonight's show. And like I said, we have a, a long, long haul. And it's got to be a lot of hard work tonight to top what we did last week. But I really believe the wrestling tonight is going to be just as good or better. Well, I mean, I, I was talking about this earlier too. When you're a professional wrestler, you want to do those great numbers. When, if you're in the main event, you want the people to continue to watch. And the momentum that AEW has where it keeps on climbing and climbing. And again, you know, uh, kudos to you for, for the whole blood and guts uh, rating. You want that to continue. It's a, it literally is a team effort. And, you know, you're a part of two great team franchises, but they always say professional wrestling is an individual sport. It's not. When you work for AEW, you are part of a team and everyone is given an opportunity that they probably for a lot of wrestlers wouldn't have been given an opportunity elsewhere. And now when you have that, and then how do you back that up by just working your ass off and having great matches? Yeah, man. It's that simple. Absolutely. And, and, and it's, you know and, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt Tony. Go great. Please. You're great, Dave. No, I really appreciate you guys saying that. I mean, every Wednesday I come on and you know, I, I, I appreciate giving, you know, the opportunity that you guys give me to, to promote the card. But this week feels really special. Like tonight on TNT, rarely do you get to put this many great wrestling matches into a show. And to do three title matches like this, I'm very excited about it. So it's, uh, you know, it's special for me. But as we get closer to Double or Nothing, what I was going to ask is, am I going to see you guys? Are you guys coming down? Oh, yeah. It's a big heat in the LaGreca house uh, for Double or Nothing because my wife made plans for, um, for that weekend because it is a holiday weekend. And I had to tell her, hun, you know, this is this is an opportunity I can't pass up when the I get an invitation to to come to double or nothing from AEW. I got to I got to do that. So I'm, I'm saying let's spend the the holiday weekend in beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. 
It's a win-win, I think, Tony. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause heat between you and the Wiz. <laughs> sorry. There a, are you going to do a battle royal in that double or nothing? <laughs> yeah, we'll, get, we'll get Dave in there. We'll get Tommy in there. Sounds Is there good. a mystery spot open? No, not for Dave. I want to actually win. I want my team to win. Yeah, um, thanks. Yeah. We'll, you know what, Tommy? Let's, let's we'll just do some, keep an we'll, eye on We'll that. have a private conversation Maybe. this week when I see you. Uh, listen, uh, AEW made news all throughout the week. Are you able or allowed to comment on uh, Ricky Starks? Because last it was trending and like what happened or what's going on? Yeah, I feel terrible. I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. It leaked. Uh, you know, Rico um, in the match against Hangman uh, had hurt his neck and he came out of it feeling okay. And he was like, you know, really felt like he dodged a bullet. And he was like, you know, it was close in my, but I feel good. I'm a little sore, feel okay. So we felt good about it, but Doc said, you know, hold him out and go get checked out. And uh, he had a little soreness, and Doc sent him for an MRI, and uh, we didn't, you know, didn't know what to expect. Rico thought he was going to be okay, and uh, it turned out it was a small fracture in his neck, so he's going to be sitting out for a while. It's uh, very scary, but I'm glad that they took all the precautions they took, and that's why Doc sent him to get a second opinion and go get an MRI, and uh you know they definitely have told him to take a few months off and rest so it's a unfortunate situation and i wasn't going to say that specifically but then somebody some somehow got out so um you know i talked to starks about it last night and uh i'm really i'm really gutted for him because he's worked so hard to get into this spot and he would have been a big part of double or nothing but i uh can't say enough good things about ricky starks and what he does for AEW. Uh, if you could text me his number, uh, I appreciate it because I want to give him out. And I mean, I broke my neck, hairline fracture, uh, wrestled for four months with a broken neck and continued to wrestle until uh, I wrestled Lance Storm and broke my back. Uh, but I only missed uh, like two weeks of shows because that was the 90s. We were we didn't care. But the fact that you care and he is taking time off and he will recover. I mean, you look at his mentor, Taz, broke his neck. I was with him, walked into the hospital. He sat out for a while, and once he came back, he didn't miss a beat. Uh, yep. He's yeah, that's a great point, and he has a great mentor for that because Taz really did his best work when he came back from the neck injury, and yep. it helped his career. So I feel like it could be the same thing for him. Uh, do you remember when Shawn Michaels had that phase in the mid nineties, like '94? where he Backed wasn't wrestling as actively well yeah he was even before they won the tag belts and were a tag team really where he was almost more of the manager mm -hmm. and then uh did some of the speaking and uh did some announcing and uh became more versatile performer and i actually thought when he came back and they were a tag team and then did the turn that he was probably in a better place for it really and i think that can hopefully be where we get out of this is that he can come back and you know it being involved with Hobbs and cage that when he's back, he'll be in a better position. Um, but it's very unfortunate, you know, and uh, I'm just glad he's okay. And I think it was a, in the moment we were all felt like that could have been a lot worse, you know, and when hangman put him down, but it was, I, I really thought, uh, you know, Starks is one of the most exciting young wrestlers we have. And I'm just glad, you know, like I told him months is better than years. And so the, the few months, you know, we'll get through this and, you know, he's, he's been a huge part of our success 
And I think when we come back, you know, hopefully we can experience success in this time when he's out and then uh, we'll be in a better place when he comes back and hopefully he will too. Hey man, Steve Austin made probably the biggest character gains after the Owen Hart incident and that he was still a part of the show, but you saw a lot of Steve Austin becoming Steve Austin after that. And it was the fans. We kind of didn't know what was going on. And uh, as always, we appreciate the honesty. So you've had neck injuries and back injuries, Tommy, the worst injury you've had had to have been the testicular injuries. Uh, yeah, no, that hurt. That knocked me out. Um, I've had a lot of, uh, injuries. I've yet to have a surgery. So, uh, and also like, I didn't know, I didn't know that I broke my neck and it was wrestling Taz. He gave me a Northern lights from the top. And I was just, I literally came out of the match and I was like, eh, my, my neck hurts. And I would just wear it the old school, wear a towel around my neck. And then when I, I finally herniated three discs in my back and they're like, well, when'd you break your neck? And I was like, what? So that's how I found out. But this is also the nineties where, you know, technology, MRIs, all that, you know, BS. I mean, there weren't how quickly you can get that stuff done today. And I just, you know, it was just different. It was different times. And I mean, you, you've heard, what is it? Ricky Morton or Arn Anderson. I think Arn Anderson broke his neck twice and kept on wrestling. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, in, the, in this case, I mean, we shut him down right away. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, I'm glad we have great doctors. I mean, for people who don't know, Doc Samson is our doctor um, and he's done a great job. He had worked in WWE previously and is best known as the guy who saved Jerry's, Jerry Lawler's life when he had a heart attack. So uh, I, I really trust him and I think we have a great medical team for that. But I'm glad you asked. Pitbull, Pitbull Gary, I know you remember this. He broke his neck when he got DDT'd on the title. He the next day woke up and he was neck was stiff. He went to the chiropractor and got adjusted, Jesus. The, which literally could have killed him on the table. And then he was like, "Man, my head still." And they he walked in and they just said, "Don't move," and they just screwed a halo into his head. Uh, kind of the same stuff happened to Candido as well. It, it it's the traits and, and kudos to that he works out, you know, I, I saw he credited DDP, but like, you know, even with Taz, dude, Taz broke his neck bad and walked to the hospital. And they're like, how'd you get here? He's like, I walked in. And then like your life changes in a second. Cause you think I broke my neck. I'm, you know, how am I alive? How am I not a cripple? My career is over, but no, that's not the case. And even if you need surgery, it's almost like Tommy John surgery, you know, where wrestlers would literally take a year off and come back and being a better. I mean, you look at all the people who have that scar in the front and, and I could list Stevie Richards edge. The, the list goes on and on for so many wrestlers that broke their neck. And then Rhino then had great careers after. And thankfully his isn't as bad and it will heal. You're talking to someone who it did heal. And I've never missed a beat. I, I think I took off like six months, but I still would take bumps and get beat up. But again, that was ECW. We're not talking about that. We're talking about ECW with money, <laughs> AEW. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I like to think of it as the uh, creative spirit and and hopefully the enthusiasm from the fans of ECW, but with the budget and the penetration of WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And again, AEW uh, Dynamite tonight, TNT, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Like Tony said, this 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 card is stacked for tonight. Uh AEW World Tag Team Championship match, the Young Bucks against SCU. 
who will break up if they lose AEW World Championship Eliminator match. Number one ranked Orange Cassidy versus number two ranked Pac. And this and this is exciting too because this really shows, and this has definitely been as of late, Tony, how the rankings really do matter. You see it in the men's division and the women's division. So I'm very, very excited about that. TNT Championship match, Darby Allen against Miro and Tommy, we're seeing that Miro that fans have wanted to see. This is the Miro that the fans have been craving. And, of course, that IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship match between Moxley and Nagata. Now, somebody who's not on the card tonight is somebody that ended the show last week, and that's MJF. Because you're talking well, about he's on the show. There, there, there's a pinnacle celebration tonight. Oh, there's, oh of course. That, is, that was, a, that was one of the things did. I mentioned. Not in the matches, but they're not wrestling tonight, but... There's a big pinnacle celebration of the win last week, so that is that isn't a big advertised part of the show. I think they're called. They want, Max wants to call it the coronation of the pinnacle, uh, but but uh, they're they're, they're going to be celebrating uh, their win tonight. Tony, I know because I've done this where you just sit back and you sit back and you enjoy stuff as a fan. I've literally sat next to you and I watched you rocking and because you get lost looking at tonight's show. What match on paper has you the most excited? Oh, I, uh, can I make a guess? Can I guess? Please. It's an opinion. It's not a guess. I I, mean, I just want to make a guess of what Tony's going to say. I can't do that. Yeah, okay. I guess. I want you to guess, Dave. Moxley and Nagata. I, that is, I, I, see, I was going to, I was just going to struggle to answer. So I'm really glad you said that because now I can say that is one of the answers. And, but so that would have been one of the things I would have wanted to say, like opening the forbidden door and having, New Japan bring their championships here and trusting us mm -hmm. to have a title match on the show. It's really exciting. And people have been wanting to see that. I don't want to say a partnership. Really, I don't think people want to see anybody get along too much in wrestling. But I think people <laughs> have wanted to see that war. And people wanted to see AEW wrestlers and New Japan wrestlers just tee off on each other. And tonight's a great chance to see it. Seeing an AEW wrestler holding a New Japan title and defending it against a new Japan wrestler on dynamite. I think it's awesome. So that is very exciting. Very, I've been really excited about Darby's TNT title run every week. And for Darby to be defending against Miro, it's the toughest opponent he's had in this run. I think that's awesome also. So I'm hugely excited about that, but I mean, really all the title matches, young bucks, SCU, you put me in a bad position, so I'm. I thank you for guessing, Dave. Because that's why I was trying to save you from that. You let me off the I put you in the bad position. I straight up, like I said, I mean, all the matches are great. I do think you're going to have a new TNT champion as well because Darby has a shoulder injury, and if he gets locked with his arm behind him, I know you have to literally try to kill him, but he might tap out to that one when you go and hurt. Uh, and that whole Miro's finish, man, that's torque on your back and your shoulder. It's very, very interesting. But we've again, never seen that's one thing we've never seen is Darby tap out into anything. So I'd be, uh, you know, he's really going to have to be really hurt for that to happen. But I guarantee you, uh, he'll give it everything he's got tonight. So I, uh, and he does that for the fans every week. And that's uh, why he's been such a great champion. So that'll be a great title match. I'm, I'm excited for that one, the world tag title match. SCU and the Young Bucks, I mean, it's got everything. You have the best tag teams in the world. You have uh, the top challengers getting a shot. You have possibly the last time we're ever going to see this great team together, or they're going to become the new champions, one or the other. It's the ultimate backs against the wall situation. And Pack and Orange, I mean, that's unbelievable. Rematch of one of the best-reviewed matches of 2020, uh, something that finished – 
pretty high in the match of the year poll and uh, one of our most memorable pay-per-view matches. And to have that rematch tonight for the fans and have it with the stakes, they're both undefeated and they're both gunning for the belt. I think it's awesome. Absolutely. It's that contrast of styles and Orange Cassidy is just so a unique character and a unique wrestler. But that contrast in styles always makes for such a great wrestling match. Uh, there's still tickets available. Go to AEWTix.com, AEWTIX.com. Also, speaking of tickets, it looks like, you know, now that the world is opening, that AEW is going back on the road in July. Yep, that's going to be great. And hopefully we see some of the, the nation will join us in Miami and around Dallas and Austin, Texas. So I'm really excited for those shows, and we're going we're gonna to keep going shows on the road. We're going to keep coming back to Jacksonville, too. The fans have been great here, and we're going to stop through regularly, and I plan to not be a stranger here. We're, you know, we'll continue to do shows around here because I think the fans have supported us so great in this area and people driving in from Orlando, Daytona, and the surrounding areas, and tonight will be no exception. And it's huge what they do because fans all around the world watch Dynamite live and on dvr and you know every week and the the support we get from these live fans makes the show go around I mean, virtual fans are awesome it's great but there's nothing like having these real live fans that we get here and the jacksonville fans have helped keep wrestling alive this past year so it's it's been awesome and now we're thriving wrestling's hotter than ever i mean this past week to have three different wrestling shows ranked number one on their night and to have AEW dynamite be a part of it it's huge and uh, it's a great time for wrestling. I feel like we were all there, part of the peak era of fandom. And now it's splintered audiences. Things are very fragmented. It's hard to get as many people to sit down and watch something as, as there used to be. But I believe that, you know, and I see it firsthand with the NFL and the great numbers we do. If you deliver a quality, compelling product consistently, people are going to show up and watch it. And that's why we built audience and we're up year over year. And I feel like, with the great card we're going to have tonight and the big pay-per-view card ahead later this month. It's a great time uh, to, to come in and join, join AEW as a fan, check it out. And hopefully uh, people will like what they see tonight. Cause I think it's one of our best cards. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on busted open from 9am to noon. Eastern on Sirius XM fight nation channel 156, the busted open podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.